Let me ask you a question. Are you a sinner because you, you commit sins, or do you commit sins because you're a sinner? What was the second one? <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> you know, Paul said in 5.12, in the first verse of this section, he said that because of Adam's transgression, sin passed to every man. And then in chapter 5, a few verses later, in verse 18, it says, we were constituted sinners. We were constituted sinners. Do we have any red-haired people here? Okay, well, there's one next to you. Uh, okay, little red-haired sister there. Okay. I, I, well, I, I happen to know... Typically, if you're red-headed, you, you, oftentimes you have two red-headed parents. Now, it would be really strange if, if they came out some other color hair. You know, what, what, what she is, is a constitution of her parents. It's because of what the genes were in her parents. That's what came, and she was produced a redhead. You know, I, I'm Hispanic. Uh, my mother and father are Hispanic. Uh, you know, it would have been funny if I came out Norwegian. Right? <laughs> Blonde-haired, blue-eyed, they go, what's up? You know? Uh, uh, right? Uh, okay. But, but it is because of what we were... Do, do you realize, brothers and sisters, that we were all in the Garden of Eden? According to the Bible, we were in the loins of Adam. And we were there. And when Adam fell, who fell? We all fell. And, and when he became a sinner, what did we become? You know, it's just like saying Adam fell, but his kidney didn't fall. That would be absurd. We were all there and we were constituted sinners. So we are sinners. When the baby first comes out and they go, oh, how cute. You know, really what they should say, oh, what a sinner. <laughs> wow, what a wonderful sinner. Because that is in actuality what they are. They are constituted sinners. But brothers and sisters, we are going to be constituted sons of God. Amen. That's what happens here. And, and let, me, let, me just, let me just say, the main thing that God has to deal with, I don't know if you, you realize this, but the main thing God has to deal with in our life with Him is the law of sin and death. You know, it's very interesting. This section from 512 to 839 takes us all the way from... We just got redeemed in 511. 512 begins by talking about sin and death. Okay? Do you know what chapter 8 deals with the law of sin and death. This whole section actually is about the overcoming of the law of sin and death. Are you with me? Brothers and sisters, there is a thing working in our being called the law of sin and death. And it is sin personified. It is sin that dwells in our flesh. And we are great testimonials to its, its living in us. 
right? The law of sin and death dwells in our members. And Paul said in chapter 7 in this section, he said, the things that I would do, I cannot do. What I would do, I don't do. What I want to do, I want to please God. But I can't because I see a law working in my members. And that's the law of sin. And this is capital S sin. You know, this is a grammatical term. It's a personification. Do you know what it says in chapter 7? It says that that the law, that, that sin took advantage of the law. And it says that sin deceived me. And sin killed me in my flesh. This is... This is, this is an inanimate thing, you think. But in actuality, it, it takes advantage of situations. And it deceives. And it kills. That is what's in our member. You know, I don't know if you know, the first mentioning of the word sin is where? Genesis chapter 3. No, no, no. no, no. Genesis chapter uh, 4 about... Uh, about Cain and Abel. And and you know what it says? It says sin, you you know, this is God, God came to uh, uh, Cain and He said, Cain, why is your face downcast? Because Cain was contemplating. He was contemplating, I'm going to kill my brother. And you know what, what, what the Lord told Cain? Cain, why is your face downcast? Don't you know that sin is crouching at the door? And His desire is toward you. That's the first mentioning of sin. His desire. That's a, that's a personification. And, and, it's, and it says it's crouching. And then you know what it said when Cain and Abel were in the field? It said Cain rose up and killed his brother. The thing that was crouching rose up and killed his brother. What was that? That was sin in the flesh. A big problem happened, brothers and sisters, when, when Adam fell. It wasn't he did something wrong. Forget about that notion. That notion that God said, don't do this, and so he, he did that. And uh, you're bad. Don't you know you shouldn't do that? <clears throat> you know, when a child eats poison, you know, the mother tells the child, Jonathan, don't open that cabinet. There's poison in there. Don't open that cabinet. Okay, so Jonathan waits for mom to be gone. When when the mother comes, what is she concerned about? Jonathan, I told you. Why did you disobey me? As he's turning blue and vomiting. Jonathan, now you're going to have to go to your room. Go to your room. No, she is... She is concerned about what got into him. She, she doesn't care he did something wrong. She rushes him to the hospital because he just took in poison. When Adam ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he took in the nature of Satan. And I'm sorry, it says sin was crouching at the door. And now it says in Romans 7, sin is in our flesh. Sin is in our flesh. Seeking to destroy, to overcome, right? Aren't we, couldn't we all give testimonies of being deceived and sin deceived me? Couldn't we all give testimonies? Surely we could. Uh, so 
What is going on in this section? It's the undoing of the law of sin and death by the law of the Spirit of life. That's what's going on here.